This message is brought to you by the Minnesota Propane Association. Clean, affordable, reliable energy. These are all the things that people want for their homes and businesses. The one source of energy in Minnesota that can offer all these benefits is propane. Clean. Propane produces 43% fewer emissions than the equivalent amount of electricity generated from the U.S. grid. Affordable. According to the U.S. Department of Energy, propane costs approximately 30% less than electricity in the U.S. The savings can be even higher in Minnesota. Reliable. Propane is energy stored on site independent of the grid. Propane can power your home or business anytime you need it. Energy. Propane is a direct energy source used at your home or business, unlike electricity which is produced somewhere away from your home. By the time electricity gets to your home, 66% of the energy used to produce it is lost. That is why propane is approximately three times more efficient than electricity. Propane. The right energy right now. For more information on what propane can do for you and the environment, go to propane.com. Okay, John, you lead a very interesting life. You tend to get everywhere. Where are you today? This is weird. I actually have a home. I'm I'm at my home right now, Jim. That is weird. But not for long. As soon as we're done recording here, it's uh, it's Friday, I think. Friday morning. I think so. Uh, I'll be heading back to the XL Center where I've spent Wednesday and Thursday. I'll be there the rest of the day today on Friday and then Saturday for the state volleyball tournament. So, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sitting at home. It's peaceful. There's, there's no whistles blowing, no giant crowd screaming, and, but I'm, I'm anxious to get back there and hear all that and hear the bands. Uh, it's, a, it's a great, it's a great environment. State volleyball at the XL Center. It's, uh, it's one of my favorite tournaments. Well, you kind of burst my bubble. I assumed with your travels that at home you you would have your wife blowing whistles at you, and you'd have to wear a name tag. And I just yeah. imagined a very interesting home life. That's yeah, all. that's just like when I'm not at home. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's quite different. Yeah. It's quieter. You know, we're longtime empty nesters. We have a little dog who doesn't make much noise, and other than uh, traffic going by once in a while, very peaceful at home. I kind of so, like it. So when you try to do a podcast from home, your dog doesn't scream in the background. Nope, unless the doorbell rings. Then, okay, you know it's it's a little it's a little nine ten pound. It's a dachshund Chihuahua mix, so it's got the head of a of a Chihuahua and a and the body of a dachshund. It's the weirdest looking dog we've ever had, and and unless the doorbell rings, that's her signal to start yapping. Other than that. A pretty quiet little dog. My dog's signal to start screaming is when I go into this room to do a podcast and he believes we, you and I were talking off the air. Yeah. He yeah. thinks he should be part of a podcast. Uh, a podcast. That's yes. it. Let's that's, go. And let's that's go. the worst pun. I, that's the only pun, the, the worst pun I will offer today. All right. Let's get to serious business here and non serious business. He's John Malay. This is Preps Today with John Malay. Of course, John works at MSHSL. You can read John's journal at MSHSL.org. You can hear what I call his spoken word artist. at talknorth.com. John's been covering uh, high school sports and activities for a long time. Did it at the Star Tribune. Now he's doing it uh, for mshsl.org and goes all over the state finding great stories. It is November 10th, 2023. Let us start today with lessons learned at State Cross Country. Yes, sir. We've talked about this a lot on this podcast for I think a month or more that this is everything was going to be new. Everything was probably not going to go perfectly. Uh, we had a new site that, uh, after 30 years at St. Olaf, the folks down there, uh, bless them, they decided they, they wanted to, to back away. And boy, and you do it for 30 years, and, and it was a great site, but they decided they didn't want to do it. So it, <clears throat> it was moved to the uh, University of Minnesota, less 
Bolstad Golf Course, and that's where the state cross-country meet was held for many years before going to St. Olaf. So all in all, our meet last Saturday was a big success. The weather worked out. It was it was pretty chilly in the morning. I was wearing several layers, including my, my winter parka. But the sun came out. Conditions were fantastic uh, for outdoor distance running in November. I talked previously about things like shuttle buses from the parking lots at the state fairgrounds and just crowd control things because we've never sold tickets to state cross country until this year. And again, a new sites. And there were two big issues, which won't be issues in the future. We didn't, we didn't know how big of a crowd was coming. I think the figure I heard, our expected attendance was maybe 5,000. Well, we had close to, close to or more than 10,000. So, you know, we had arranged with a, a bus company to run shuttle buses, school buses. We didn't have enough buses. Some people got very upset. The waits were long. Uh, you know, we apologize for that. That's not going to happen again. And, and there weren't enough porta potties. I mean, we, you know, we figured <laughs> there are formulas to these things. We figured 5,000 people. We had 10,000 people. Uh, not the most comfortable situation when you don't have enough uh, facilities like that. So, um, but that's all going to be remedied. Now we know a lot more than we did. And uh, it, it was great. It was just so much fun, Jim. Let's congratulate the state champions in cross country for 2023. The, the YZ boys and girls, that's a powerhouse cross country school. Their girls and boys both swept the team honors in class 3A. In 2A, the state champs in the teams were the Marshall girls and the Mankato East boys. And in 1A, the winning teams were the Heritage Christian boys and the St. Cloud Cathedral girls. The individual winners were uh, Mounds Park Academy's Eddie Snyder and St. John's Preps Olivia Pauley in 1A, Pequot Lakes Eli Hall and Hutchinson's Isabel Schmitz in 2A. That's the second state title for Isabel Schmitz of Hutchinson. And in one in 3A, the champions were Robert Matura of Roseville, Nora Hushagen of Forest Lake. Congratulations to all the runners, the teams, and fans. It was a fun time. It's going to be even better in the future. So thanks, everybody, for, for hopefully understanding uh, some of these things. Yes, and uh, thanks to everyone who puts on these events, by the way. It's a lot of work, and I'm sure you'll get it nailed down here quickly. Hey, we want to thank our sponsors that make all this possible here at TalkNorth.com. That is Pizza Barn in Princeton. That's Jody Stay's fine operation. Great community-oriented, community-serving organization. Uh, just a, a comfy little place, uh, yep. but they do big things. They have uh, done great work. With this, their food trucks, we'll tell you more about all that later. Yep. Also want to thank uh, propane.com and All Energy Solar and let you know that uh, we are, this is TalkNorth.com. This is our prep sports and activity show at TalkNorth.com. We have the best lineup of experts, analysts, personalities in the state. Go check us out. Great sports, great outdoor content, great variety content, uh, including Dave Lee. It's just been a blast to, to do all this work with all these great people. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us and keeping us going. Thanks also to our longtime producer, Brandon Morton. And now let's get to state volleyball. Yes, sir. Like we said, Jim, uh, that's going on right now. It's day three of a four-day tournament at the Excel Center. It, it, it's never been a four-day tournament until this year. We've expanded to four classes, and there just wasn't enough hours in the day to do that over three days. Because, I mean, we start each day at 9 a.m., and, and sometimes it's 10 o'clock at night before the matches are done. Uh, volleyball, you know, there's no clock. Somebody has to win three sets, and sometimes 
Sometimes they win three in a row. Sometimes it's three to two, and it takes a while. Um, but it's great. It's it's like I said. It's it's maybe my favorite tournament for female athletes. It's just it's a great sport. Uh, this is also the fortieth state volleyball tournament, and there's going to be some celebrating going on. The coaches association has done a really good job of, of trying to honor the pioneers in this sport. As many players as possible from the first state tournament in 1974 have been contacted and invited, as well as the very first state championship team from Osseo High School, which won the one-class tournament in 1974. So on Saturday, uh, prior to the 3A, 3A championship match, it's scheduled for 6.30. There's going to be a little brief ceremony on the court. All those, Everybody who was part of that 1974 tournament is going to be honored. Uh, that's going to be a cool moment. And at this point, Friday morning, we, we know one of Saturday's state championship matches in Class 4A. It'll be Wyzetta versus New Prague, the other semifinal are going on today, Friday. This is a this is quite a story in 4A. The Wyzetta, they're trying to win their fourth consecutive volleyball championship. They're undefeated this year, I think, 32-0. And then here's New Prague. This is their first year in 4A volleyball. They got bumped up this year. And, uh, you know, here they are in the state championship match. Uh, nothing to lose for those kids. Wyzetta is the clear favorite. And it looks like in the other classes, we're going to have great, great championship matches too. Already, just after the first couple of days over there at the X, crowds have been big and loud. And I've learned over the years that if a, if a high school athletic team is playing in a nice big venue during the school day, you don't have to work too hard to convince high school kids, hey, miss, you can get an excused absence. We'll even put you on a bus. We'll even get you to the tournament and back. Uh, so some big crowds and lots of fun. That's great stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, let, let's get to state soccer and volleyball. Later on, we'll tell you about more upcoming events. We'll get to John's MVT and a uh, very intriguing topic today, the dumbest guy in town. It's my podcast network, so he's not going to – He's probably not going to name me whether I deserve it or not. It'll probably be somebody else. And I'm interested to hear who that is, but let's start with state soccer and volleyball. You got it. It's all spoken word artistry. Yes, Jim. We'll, it is. we'll get to the dumbest guy in town. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in his chair. Uh, but since our last podcast, I want to catch up a little with the state soccer tournament. We recorded last week before the championship game. So congrats to the winners, the state champions in soccer, the Edina girls and the Wyzetta boys in class 3A, uh, the Hill Murray boys and Benilde St. Margaret's girls in 2A, and in 1A, St. Paul Academy and Summit School won both the girls and boys soccer state championships. Uh, people who are watching high school football know this is the last week of outdoor high school football. We've got state quarterfinal games going on right now, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's a, this is a big one because if you win in this round, you're, you're playing indoor football next week. You're going to U.S. Bank Stadium next Thursday, Friday, Saturday for the state semifinals. Uh, I'm sticking with volleyball uh, because it's, it's, it's warm inside the building. I don't need layers. And uh, I'll, I'll see plenty of indoor football. I'll catch up next week at U.S. Bank Stadium with the state football semifinals, and that all leads up to the to the uh, big Thanksgiving weekend prep bowl, the annual tradition when we'll crown uh, seven football state champions. It's time, John, for you to tell us all about Jody Stay and Pizza Barn in Princeton. You got it, Jim. A great, great place up there. Uh, here we are in November, and we need to talk about the pizza of the month for November. It's the pickle roll-up pizza, otherwise known as Ooh. Minnesota Sushi. 
pizza <laughs> barn. The pizza bar. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. That's pretty good. The pizza barn first introduced this pizza in the spring of 2022. This time they're adding a delicious option with dill pickle flavored cheese curds, if you'd like those. This pizza is served with a pickle roll-up spread complete with cream cheese, sour cream, diced dill pickles, and smoked pit ham. They top it off with freshly shredded mozzarella, a dusting of dill seasoning. And like I said, if you'd like to order the dill pickle cheese curds for a tiny extra fee, uh, have a hat, go nuts. And that's available through November for dine-in, takeout, take-and-bake delivery. And like you said, we often talk about the tradition of community service offered by the Pizza Barn. Here's a great example. Next Monday night, November 13, between 5 and 8 p.m., the Pizza Barn will donate 20% of all proceeds to the Princeton Becker Big Lake Girls hockey team. And team members will be on hand, so Monday would be a great time to visit the Pizza Barn in downtown Princeton and contribute to a cause and have some fun. And like you said, as always, great thanks to our friend Jody Stay and everybody at the Pizza Barn for 40 years and for sponsoring our podcast. Yeah, 40 years, and they've been sponsoring this podcast for a long time. Thank you, yes, Jody. Also want to let you know that all energy solar panel installations are done right and made easy thanks to more than 14 years of experience in Minnesota and beyond. Visit allenergysolar.com slash coach for your free solar evaluation. Uh, and that's for home business, whatever. Want to let you know we are coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studio. And also that we need to lower our carbon footprint and need reliable and affordable energy. Fortunately, a clean energy solution for tomorrow is available today that's ready to work alongside other energy sources. It's propane. Propane produces 43% fewer emissions than the equivalent amount of electricity generated from the U.S. grid. It's stored on-site and independent from the vulnerabilities of that grid. Major advances are being made today for renewable propane, which is compatible with traditional propane. Minnesota needs to use all of our low-carbon alternatives, including propane, to safely provide energy reliable ability, resiliency, and affordability. Propane, the right energy right now. Find out about more about what propane can do for you at propane.com. And to repeat, we're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studios. And now let's have John tell us about more upcoming events. Yeah, next week, uh, as well as what we've already talked about, Jim, we'll have state tournaments and girls swimming and diving and state-adapted soccer. Uh, swimming is November 16th, 17th, and 18th at the University of Minnesota and adapted soccer November 17th and 18th at Stillwater High School. And then, like as I, as I said a few minutes ago, the fall season will end at U.S. Bank Stadium with the prep bowl games, Thanksgiving weekend. You know, when I was in there for soccer, an interesting thing happened. I'm down on the field, on the sidelines. Uh, between games, teams are warming up, and I don't know who this young guy was. I would say 30 to 35-year-old male. I don't know if he was with one of the teams, if he was an athletic trainer. He just came up to me on the sidelines. Are you John? Yeah. He said, hey, I listened to your podcast. Good job. That's all I never need to hear in my life. Come on, <laughs> let's go. So that's always good to hear. Good, <laughs> good stuff. Uh, most valuable teammate, John's MVT for this week. The MVT this week. Uh, this is an honor we uh, bestow at the high school league. We get nominations from around the state. Today we're honoring Aiden Nauman of Wyndham Area High School. He's a senior this is a busy dude. He was on the cross country and the football team this fall. Aiden is the epitome of having a positive impact as a four sport athlete. He's a great leader uh, for both of his teams this fall <coughs> and has helped his fellow athlete athletes reach their highest potential through his constant words of encouragement. 
He's a dedicated, hardworking, and positive role model for younger athletes. Congratulations to Aiden Nauman of Wyndham for being a most valuable teammate. Congratulations. Now let's get to uh, the dumbest guy in town. I've been look- looking forward to this all yeah, show, John. This is, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, this is clearly spoken word artistry. And what I did last weekend was clearly not artistry at all. So, you know, it, it's the twice a year tradition. You ch- move your clocks. You change your clocks. You spring ahead. You fall back. So I got home last Saturday from state cross country, but I was a little worn out, you know, rested for a while. My wife and I went out to dinner, came back home, a peaceful evening. And I decided I'm going to be the smartest guy in town. I'm going to adjust all the clocks on our house before going to bed, which I did. Fell asleep, smiling. I am a super great, super smart husband. So Sunday morning comes around. My wife's up first. I am awakened to her asking me, did you move all the clocks ahead one hour? So, yes, I, I indeed, I fell ahead. Instead of falling back, I fell ahead. I am the undisputed king of the dopes. Every clock in the house, except our cell phones, was now two hours off. Um, I, I was so, you know, and, and as, I, as I'm sit, laying in bed thinking about this, and then I just started laughing at myself. Then I started counting all the clocks in our house. I'm counting all the clocks, including the microwave and the stove. There's 11 clocks in our house that have to be changed. And I went 0 for 11. I moved them all the wrong direction. Clearly not, uh, pardon the pun, my finest hour. But uh, we're going to be laughing about that for a long time. I don't know if she's told our kids or grandkids how dumb I am, but this is not breaking news. I'm not the smartest bulb in the in the shelf. But uh, yeah, my finest hour, Jim, that was... That was not spoken word artistry. That was just artistry. That's fantastic. That's something I would do, but I didn't do. So I get to both commiserate and feel superior to you. You do. Just for for like five minutes till I do something really (laughs) stupid later today. But but, uh, thank you for making me feel better about myself. Here was my deal. I was in Atlanta for the Vikings game. Yeah. And the combination of time. And listen, I've traveled all my life. I've traveled all over the world. And, you know. And we're joking here, but neither of us are are actually completely stupid people. We've actually made our way through life for a long time. We have not walked into any trains, you know, or buses. Uh, But for some reason, the the combination of time change and having to to change the clocks had me confused for 36 hours. Oh, me too. You know, and and my wife and I and, and... and our kids spent a few years in Phoenix before moving here 33 years ago in Arizona. And the majority of that state, you never change your clocks. Right. I thought that was a good system. I'm going to move to Arizona. Clocks. Yeah. You, you don't change your clocks in Arizona. And, uh, but we do change our clocks in Minnesota, as does most of this country. So, but, and, and it's not complicated. But look at me. I only, I only, I was only 23 hours off, man. I was close. Well, John, you do so much work that uh, that raises the self esteem of high school kids <laughs> across the state. Um, that you know, I, I'm not I'm not going to beat up on you here. Okay, we we just we all have our little quirks, right? We this do. is just your thing. This is your quirk. This is your your peccadillo. Oh, I like that. I'm going to look that up. I'm going to Google that. I don't know right. what it means either, but it's I, I it, it's a word it's that a came to my head, so I used it. <laughs> I think a peccadillo is an idiot who doesn't know how to change the time <laughs> on his clocks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, 
On a serious note, great work as always. We do appreciate it. Uh, we'll talk next week. Uh, thanks again to Brandon Morton. Thanks again to Pizza Barn, All Energy Solar, Aquarius Home Services Studio, and Propane.com. Uh, and good stuff, John. We appreciate it, man. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Jim.